Welcome to the Overrated Podcast. My name is Chris, Mr. Overrated Ober, and this episode is about peeking into the future as I pop off a few titles that I am most looking forward to in the year of 2024, but I'm not alone in this. I am joined by Mr. Brandon Schreckengost of the ever-popular Shrek Attack Podcast. What's up? I don't know if ever-popular is the way I would phrase it, but... we we gotta... you, You did this cool thing where... You introduced yourself in the beginning of your podcast. I think I need to start doing that. Darn <laughs> hey, listen, we got we we got to we got to roll that, with it. We got cool. it's, it's super it's super popular. It's super popular. Super popular because because think about it. The, the mentality is oh, I'm a listener. It's ever popular. Let's go check it out. He must have like a thousand ratings and incredible amount so of episodes. So many ratings. Right. Exactly. So many. Hey, it but, is weekly. If you get bored. Exactly. There it's you go. Great background noise. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Let, let them. Let them. Let the traffic get there, and then they they can they can make up their own they can make up their own uh, conclusions. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and if if you need you know inspiration to go to it, a reason. Mr. Overrated was on my last episode. Hell yeah. Man, what a great damn episode. Like, yeah. I, that was that was so fun to record. Yeah, like, it's it great. You got to experience what it's like not being professional, and now I get to experience what it's like being professional. <laughs> I shade for this. <laughs> Can you see? Can you see on the mic? I was about to say, because you, cause you got you to get ready for the mic. Cause yeah. You, you got literally the mic with the look, mic looking at you. It's look good, you. feel good. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was a it was a great episode. I enjoyed recording that so much. We uh, hit on our uh, Spotify Wrapped. Yes. So our top five artists, top five songs, and yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Good then times. we sprinkled sprinkled some movie talk in there too, every, where, talk, where yeah. we could. But yeah, because I mean, naturally, what the fuck else am I going to talk about? Well, you see, <laughs> the reason we had to do music on my podcast is because there was no way I was going to be able to handle two podcasts of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. I get you. But yeah, no, uh, Mr. Mr. Shrek Attack himself is in the building. We are here. We're going to be ripping off our uh, most anticipated movies. Let's go. <laughs> our most anticipated movies of 2024. So yeah, well, let's go. Let's roll it. But um, as always, we're going we're gonna to start off with some of uh, my typical introductory th- things. And first and foremost, we're going to talk about some of the content we've consumed lately yes shrek what kind of what kind of content do you do you consume because again we, we we just heard and my listeners just heard that you're not exactly a movie guy but you you consume your, see, your yeah, fair I, share of stuff i watch a lot of uh, a lot of anime a lot of tv shows um i'm about to watch the final season of letter kenny hell yeah i've obviously watched the second season of shorcy multiple times i'm currently watching shit's quick uh, shit woo. Shit's Creek, Shit's yeah. Creek remix, <laughs> and uh, I, I got a couple animes in there. I just finished uh, up to the point of Mashoku Tensai, a jobless reincarnation. I'm okay. on season two of Demon Slayer. Hell yeah! And I'm watching that. Uh, I think it's called Fenrain or whatever. It's uh, so whenever you go to the anime rankings for longest time, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has been the top anime, mm-hmm. and this one just took it over. So Ooh. had to had to watch it, you know. Yeah. You got my so attention. I'm, I'm a couple episodes into that. That's about what I have going on. Way too many projects for a single <laughs> dude to do at one time while he's working 50 to 60 hours a week, recording his own podcast weekly, and still trying to play video games. For those of you who don't know, I am the guy who rages at Madden daily. So it's really hard to sprinkle all the stuff in, but we're working on it. Yeah. Right. How about you, sir? What's the uh, what's the professional watching? Well, 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 real quick, what I what I want to shamelessly plug in here is uh, Shorzy and Letterkenny and all that jazz. 
folks, listeners, please go ahead on over to the Shrek Attack podcast because my man here has plenty, plenty of ranting tirades where he is talking about his deep passion for Shorzy and Letterkenny and all and all that jazz because it's wonderful, wonderful listening, listening stuff. Yeah, uh, as a new solo pod, I've been in a few podcasts before, mm-hmm. but this is my first solo podcast, so I. You can tell I did season one. I did kind of a recap style. And then season two, I did more of a, like a, a filling style, mm-hmm. I guess you would say, after the suggestion of somebody very notable. And <laughs> it, it was him. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think season two flows a lot better in season one. But I, I have a solid, what, hour's worth of Shorzy talk to go about. Yeah. And I do talk about how I want the universe to continue <laughs> on which it is it's been confirmed yo, very yo. cool very cool that's exciting and man I'm, I'm 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 like i'm like putting off watching the new season of letter kitty because i don't want it to end i think that's the so key yeah <laughs> i i know it's gonna be a thing whenever i sit down i've said a few times whenever i sit down it's gonna be one watch through and that's why i haven't watched it yet mm-hmm. because i just don't have the time to slap at three hours together yeah but it's partially that I don't want it to end. I know. Heartbroken. I, I have a really, really bad habit of, like, before the end of a game or something, uh, I will just quit because I don't want it to end. And then it just sits there forever. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. But, uh, but yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, bounce, we'll bounce back to content consumed. And on my, on my side of things, uh, I have a couple titles that I would like to just spit out super quick. And one that you might be able to, to chime in on, on some, on some content involving the people involved. Yeah. Uh, recent, most recently I watched Rebel Moon, a new, a new kind of like sci-fi action adventure movie directed by Zack Snyder, the man responsible for the uh dc universe Mm -hmm. and the uh r.i.p dc universe um as far as how this movie goes it's looking like a lot of people have been shitting on it which rightfully so it it, on one end it is quite bad to its own extent um if it's anything like batman first superman yep exactly um but primarily mr snyder shoves his slow-mo down your throat as he so has many times in the past and it's to the it it was to the point where literally this a person could be shitting and he's gonna slow-mo it like there's no reason there's no reason like the the movie can't be cut down probably another 30 minutes my buddy my buddy sean said this like literally you could cut 30 minutes of time out of this if you didn't slow-mo every blink that happened in this movie but what what you gonna do? It, it's 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 Martha. Zach it's Zacky Snyder, you know. Martha, what? Why do you say that name? Why do you say that name? Why do you say that name? <laughs> I will not kill you anymore because you said that name. Now now I'm just in the I'm in the movie theater myself. Like <laughs> that is that is also my mother's name. <laughs> <laughs> so so could so could you relate? Could could you relate that in an impassioned angry rage that you might stop killing someone because they said Martha? Yeah yeah I I, I felt. I felt like I connected to both Superman and Batman. <laughs> we are brothers. Oh man, yeah, Mister Mister Snyder. You don't know what you what you got in the pipeline. The, the this... thing is, like with with Batman versus Superman, like I'm a DC fanboy, so I did my best to justify it. Mm-hmm. Did my best, yeah. and you know what? There are parts that are okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But like overall, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially getting toward the 
getting toward the end of the Snyderverse where it's just like these movies were absolutely trash. <laughs> like we got Wonder Woman two and the uh, to their own degree the Aquaman movies and like this this universe crumbled crumbled very quickly. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's okay, because uh, as big of a, a fan as I am of Ben Affleck, and I think everybody who knows me knows that, because I dress like him every <laughs> fucking year, uh, we had the Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, that's how you say his last yeah. name? All right, yeah, Pattinson emo Batman now, and I'm on board with that. Oh, I, I, you, you, many many people know that I am a Pattinson fanboy, so love his, love his movies. And then moving forward, we even have um, James Gunn's universe starting up next so yeah and as well as james gunn did with his marvel movies i think we're in good hands very good hands so i'm i'm very excited for the future of that but yeah uh dialing it back to mr Zack snyder's rebel moon um the movie was okay i have to make a lot of excuses for it in regards to it being good but there's plenty of it, reason for it to be bad and we'll just we'll leave that at that so it's, it's Zack snyder yeah, you, you know you know what you're going to get, and typically it's going to be some pretty bad shit, yeah. unless you're one of the fanboys who will create bots to argue that they're good. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, moving forward, uh, I also was happy to watch a movie called Thanksgiving, uh, directed by Eli Roth, who is going to make another appearance in this podcast later on. I don't know if you even recognize uh, you that said names. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, direct, directed by Eli Roth, his newest movie, Thanksgiving, which is, shocker, about Thanksgiving. Um, this, Ooh. this shit got violent, as Eli does, and it was wonderful. Uh, I was gonna say, before, like, I even got any context, that Thanksgiving sounds like it's a low-key horror film or yep. something. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, this, this is, is full, full-blown, like, a horror whodunit. So they go equal parts, just absolute gore violence as Eli Roth does, and then they also have a little sprinkle of some whodunit mystery, which is why I also didn't enjoy this that much, because on one end, if I know I'm getting a like shitty horror movie, just pump up the gore. That's all I want. I just want violence. I want gore. I don't care about a story. I don't want all of that. Just give me gore and violence, and I'm happy. Like you, you get an easy three out of five for me. My uh, my favorite shitty horror film is Jeepers Creepers. So oh, yeah. I, I I quite enjoy my shitty horror films. Yeah, little so a little tidbit about that. When that movie came out before, and that was well well before I was Mister Movie Mind Movie Mind of it all. I watched that movie, I think, with my best friend Evan. Mm. Or I ball, ballsy watched it alone. That movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And I never wanted to watch another horror movie ever again. Fair. And literally, I stuck to that. I did not watch horror movies for a very long time until Evan just made me watch more. Mm. And eventually, I came around to I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not that scared of these anymore. But man, I was a bitch to horror movies. I mean, it was, um, <laughs> it was Michael Myers that mm. did that to me. Yeah. Made me a little bitch for a long period of time. <laughs> and now I watch a horror movie and it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. I'm like, hey, that's corny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, with, with Thanksgiving again, like I said, I, I, if, if I'm getting shitty horror, like just give me, just pump up the violence, pump up the horror. That's all I care about. They had this whodunit mystery to it that, 
took away from the kills. Like, the kills would be great. I'd be excited. Then they, we went to the story, and I, my excitement dropped, you know? Did so. anybody get killed with the turkey? They weren't killed with the turkey, but uh, spoilers, uh, people get cooked like turkeys. All right, all right. Well, that's... <laughs> I mean, it, it felt necessary to ask. My, uh, my, my favorite kill, which, once again... I, if you're if you're listening to this, I mean, I don't I don't care I don't care I'm just saying saying these shits. Uh, my favorite my favorite moment was so you know like the little corn of the cob holders yeah. that you stab into the ends. Yeah. The villain literally took corn of the cob holders and just shanked someone in their ears. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm just like oh, just the <laughs> thought of uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah uh, yeah some it's like I said some quality some quality stuff in there it was just yeah. it's too spread. Far in between. For I me. mean, if people are upset about spoiling a shitty horror film, I know, right? You, that's you have bigger issues. That's why I'm just running yeah. out at this. Point. I'm issues. not telling you like what happened and like who is it or who like who the villain is. But it, if you're gonna you're gonna cry about some corn of the cob stabs, like it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, otherwise, another one that I wanted to briefly talk about, which uh, Shrek, I apologize, I'm probably gonna alienate alienate the shit out of you on this one. I expect it. <laughs> is a movie called. Foe, F-O-E, Foe, okay. stars two of my favorite actors uh, in the game right now, up, up and coming, Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal. I was so excited for this movie. It's an it's indie, like, sci-fi, dramatic romance movie. It's, like, weird. You said my trigger word of indie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So, like, it, it's there, but, like, pause before you get too excited. This was my one of my most anticipated because of these two stars, mm-hmm. and it just it did not play out. It mm. was so slow. They had so many cuts. So once you once you got into the dramatic storyline, we're cutting to something else, and like you couldn't sit in the pocket with it too long. So it, it just this this was probably my one of my biggest letdowns of two thousand twenty three. Unfortunate. It's heartbreaking, but. Uh, but yeah, but other, otherwise, that's the uh, three little bits that I wanted to talk about. So if anyone had any interest or thought thoughts on those, there's there's some overrated thoughts for you. But uh, moving along, before we move along, Shrek, do you, you want to plug anything else in before we get to our next segment here? I, I think I'm good. Right. I'm ready for this next segment. Excellent. So I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be adding a segment into my introductions. Yeah. And so, what we're gonna, what I want to add moving forward, because I just think it might be interesting to my listeners, is that I'm gonna start talking about some current events and/or entertainment headlines that's happening in the movie world, TV world, et cetera, et cetera. So, the first thing that I do want to uh, bring up and/or announce is that a uh, little-known movie star named Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Never heard of him. Yeah, I know. Uh, he uh, strange, strange, strange man. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson got himself a uh, big boy role, and he's billed to be in a dramatic role on top of it. Are you trying to tell me that he wasn't in a big boy role during Tooth Fairy or whatever it was called? <laughs> that that was his that was his last big boy role. <laughs> Okay. Now he just wears the same tan getup in every I, single movie. I don't keep up all enough <laughs> with movies to know. So, so the, what I'm playing around with is that uh, Dwayne Johnson is most most notably known for his big budget Hollywood films and basically playing the same dude over and over and over again, wearing the same tan outfit in every single jungle set movie. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, he does wear the same right? outfit every right? movie. Just, just just Google it. Just Google, like, The Rock tan outfit movie, and, like, they'll have a bunch of photos where it's, like, six different movies, but he's almost 
cut and paste in every single one of them. <laughs> but he but, just keeps the same Jumanji set. Exactly. <laughs> but back at the topic at hand, um, he's billed the star in a, in a uh, dramatic role with a twenty the A twenty four studios. You know what? If there's a studios whose name I know, it is A twenty four. There you go. Yeah, he is billed to be in an A twenty four film called The Smashing Machine, which is based on the real-life figure, mixed martial artist Mark Kerr. Um, it's going to be directed by Benny Safdie. He is one half of the Safdie brothers, whom of which directed the well-known films Uncut Gems and Good Time. Good movies. D- is it? Did, did you watch them? I, I watched Uncut Gems. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. If I can, if I can get... Some movies watched with my non-movie guests that come in. I, that's a that's a goddamn. Uncut Gems is a top tier movie. Too. Uncut Gems is one of the most anxiety-inducing movies I have watched in my life. Like there are very few anxiety-inducing movies that immediately come to come to mind, but Uncut Gems is among the top. So I remember cause that's uh that's with Adam Sandler. Yep. And uh, I remember I watched it in theaters. <laughs> oh yes. And whenever the movie ended. A lot of the people sitting around me, I watched it alone because I'm a loser. Uh, it's the best I, way to watch movies. A lot it's of fine. the people, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> nobody tries to talk to me the whole exactly. time. Exactly. So a lot of the people around me after it ended stood up and are like, well, that sucked. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> oh my and God. And like, I was like, wow. <laughs> watch a trailer. <laughs> like <laughs> You saw Adam Sandler's name and just immediately assumed it was a comedy. <laughs> Oh, that's glorious. But uh, but yeah. So with, with with that said, yes, uncut gems and good time, directed by the Safdie brothers. So one half of the Safdie brothers are is directing this movie. So with that said, I'm I'm conflicted because we are still talking about The Rock. Mm-hmm. Him in a dramatic lead role scares the shit out of me. And but on the on the flip side, you have a very strong director, a very strong studio, and what they do best is take these biographical dramas and make them gripping you and know interesting. What? I'll watch it. I, I'm gonna watch it too. Yeah, I'm gonna regardless. You A24 pumps something out. Yeah, I'm watching. Gonna, it. I was gonna say you watch everything. Yeah, but right? <laughs> but still, like fact of the matter is, A24 releases it. I'm gonna watch it. You know what my favorite A24 film is that it's not Uncut Gems. What's up? Ghost Story. Oh yes! I, ironically enough, I was literally just talking about this movie yesterday. But so, so yeah. Ghost Story, I saw also in theater mm-hmm. with a girl who, at the time, I was interested in. And at the end of the movie, she was like, "That was the worst thing I ever saw." And, and I was like, "Yeah, I, we're done." <laughs> I was like, "That was one of the best movies I have seen." Like it was so like philosophically mm-hmm. well written, yep. and she just was like. That sucked. There weren't even words. Oh. I was like, "Get out! Get out of my movie theater!" <laughs> did 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 you did you guys meet there? Or did you drive her there? Uh, we we were both there because we both worked for I was, Cinemark. I was about to say, if you uh, if you drove her there, I'd be like, "You're walking, walking." <laughs> walking. <laughs> oh yes. So uh, so yeah. So the the movie coming probably probably next year and or maybe in two years, the Smashing Machine. Well, I'm gonna reserve hope, but I'm definitely worried. But moving on. Um, yep. Next next topic for entertainment headlines I wanted to bring up is most recently involving Jonathan Majors. 
Mr. Jonathan Majors was found guilty of assault of his former girlfriend, which this was a case that sparked early 2023. And um, with this guilty verdict, thus triggers him to be fired from Marvel, from his role of Kang the Conqueror, who was set to be the next big bad of the universe. So essentially the next Thanos. Um, not with, anymore. Not anymore. He got <laughs> he got Thanos snapped. <laughs> um, I'm 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 devastated for his career because I was a huge fan of his, and with this verdict, the fan no more. Yeah. Because respectfully, go fuck yourself. Um, As it should be. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. And all your roles are a piece of shit at this point. <laughs> So, I guess. Yeah, little, little, little upset about it, but as for the future of Marvel, I mean, they had they, they luckily kind of shoehorned their own way of getting out of this. I think Marvel will, will be fine. Yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna it's be Marvel is Marvel. Yeah, I'm it, so tired of Marvel now. Yeah. but like I'm going to watch the movies I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of Marvel fatigue as is any of these big franchises. I mean, currently DC's in DC uni- the DC universe is in a revamp. Marvel is gassed out. Star Wars is almost practically gassed out. So Never watch Star Wars. <laughs> That that should be a whole another episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, these unit, these franchises are gassed out, and at this point, luckily Marvel has shoehorned like little backdoor exits for this scenario because they're playing with multiverses right now. They can easily just recast and say, "Hey, this is Kang now," or the most the this, mo- this is Kang from World sixty nine. Exactly, exactly. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, they can just shoehorn a different Kang. They or they're going to go the route that is most expected that they're going to make Doctor Doom of the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. the next big bad. So they have enough. They have enough back doors that they're going to be able to escape. Doctor out Doom of, would but, be cool. Oh, I'm so excited for that! Yeah. Like, I can't believe if they've moved the they've moved the release date, which I believe they have because they've jumbled the release dates a thousand times at this point. But Fantastic Four is coming in the future. I'm excited for the casting. I'm excited for who's going to be Doctor Doom because I'm assuming they're they're always great with their casting. Yeah. So, if Doctor Doom's the next big bad, I'll I'll take it. But yeah, that's a about it for my entertainment headlines. Uh, Shrek, did you did you have any entertainment headlines? Did you know that? Uh... Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm very hip with it. <laughs> hey, I I call I call that I call that headline. Yeah. I call that headline. Oh. In case in case y'all didn't uh, didn't know, you live under a rock. That, that that's that's a that's a headline. Yep. <laughs> Got you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> we're we're here to keep you in the know. In case you don't know. All right. So. Moving forward, but now we're going to hit you with what you're all here for. Our uh, top five anticipated movies of 2024. Can I tell you, tell you how many times I'm almost slipping and saying 2023? I mean, it's I'm, fine. I'm already, I'm already in that loop of not being able to move on and not knowing what to write whenever you're writing to, a year. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. We, uh, we just did a recap on my podcast that was all about 2023. Yep. So, yep. so that, that probably also influences me on my podcast was about the past, your podcast about the future. <laughs> a, we kept the theme going. It's a, it's a per- perfect, perfect segue, so we'll take it. But yeah, so we are looking at our top five antici- most anticipated movies of 2024. And Shrek, go ahead, roll out your number five. Here's the red carpet. So number five for me is going to be Quiet Place Day One. 
uh, directed by Michael Sarnowski, starring Lupita. Net, how, how do you say this name? <laughs> Lupita Nyongo. Okay. Joseph Quinn, Alex Wolf, and Jijman Hansel and Dennis O'Hare. Names I can say. Absolutely. So, uh, the reason that this is all the way down number five for me is because, like, I loved Quiet Place. I loved Quiet Place Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were both directed by John Krasinski. Jim! Jim. John <laughs> should kiss me. Uh, he is still a writer in this one. Yep. However, like he's not directing. He, he's not featured in it. And so that drops it a few points for me. Yep. If he was directing and starring, it'd probably jump all the way up to number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not overtaking number one. There's only one movie that would overtake number one, but that's for later. That's for a later time. Yep. Yeah. No. You uh, you about hit the hit the nail on the head because that is exactly what worries me about the mm-hmm. about this movie. I am excited. I'm absolutely excited for this movie because I'm just I'm a big fan of the Quiet Place movies. Um, like you said, Krasinski has been primarily involved with one and two. But now moving forward, giving the reins to another director whom I'm not too familiar with on top of him only being a writer, which he's splitting writing duties. So it's like, mm-hmm. how involved are you? Like, is this all your script or is this like the meeting of the minds script? So I mean, he's a busy man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, the farther the farther Krasinski moves away from this movie, the more worried I become. Yeah. And even even number two, I enjoyed the second movie, but like it wasn't. It was not the first. The first one was just so goddamn good and just blew blew the horror the horror world. And I I watched both those movies in theater, in which highly highly recommend. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, If you can get over the uh, rustling of someone trying to eat their popcorn. Yeah. So (laughs) that's what I was gonna say. The first movie I watched in a packed theater. All right. Mm -hmm. And like you you know everybody had their popcorn and stuff. In the first five minutes, you heard somebody eat a handful of popcorn <laughs> and then nothing they put it down yep. that was it that was, that was the only sound I heard for like however fucking long that movie is Any, anyone respectable in, in an auditorium watching this movie they realized how loud they were they're like well I'm not eating or drinking anything yeah and it was just it was the most incredible theater uh, you know experience, experience yeah. that I've ever been to yeah and i don't think anything will ever top it mm-hmm. yeah no you're you're absolutely right i that was i did similar to you it was like opening weekend packed theater at the waterfront and i almost had the exact same experience i had someone next to me as soon as the movie started they were like rustling with some popcorn and crunching but then you realized like no sound was happening for the whole movie practically mm-hmm. for, for the most part and this person like ate a couple handfuls and they're like oh wait a minute and same deal. Popcorn down. No one's moving. I I myself had a drink and I like sipped it one time. I'm like, oh wait a minute. Yeah. The ice. The ice is too loud. <laughs> this this movie. These movies have like such a interesting way of making you feel like you're involved because yeah. it's like, oh, I can't make a noise either. <laughs> I, I would hate like back then. I didn't have this permanent cough that I've had ever since I had COVID <laughs> last year. So I would hate to go now because like I'd seriously be in the back like. <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck! I'm gonna die. <coughs> can't can't be sick in this world because you're dead. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, Quiet Place, day one, the third installment in the franchise. So, approaching it with some uh, cautious, cautious vibes, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be solid. So, I mean, it's supposed to be before everything takes place, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, maybe we don't need to worry too much, but I'm worried. Yeah, because it kind of gives you the cop-out, like, oh, okay, like, this can be a loud movie. This can yeah. be people talking and interacting, and it's like, hey, what's going on? So It's the first attack. Yeah, oh. so, so yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully we will. I got, I got high hopes. I, I have hope that it will be solid, but on the flip side, like, I can understand if it doesn't exactly pan out properly, but yep. we'll see, we'll see, so... Number five for Mr. Shrek Attack was uh, Quiet Place Day One. Moving to my number five here, we have a movie called The Bike Riders. Okay. Now, for this movie, I am ultra excited for, only primarily because this cast is stacked as far as the top, like, three, four go. Um, this, is feature, this is a movie featuring Austin Butler, Tom Hardy, Michael Shannon, and Jodie Comer. The, this four is either established rock stars of Hollywood and also featuring the most recent breakthrough actor in Austin Butler. That's good. I've heard of two of them. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Austin Butler's one of them. And I'm assuming the next one is Tom Hardy. Yes. Exactly. Mr. Bane himself. So, yeah. Tom, Tom Hardy is just an incredible actor. Like the, the man just... This is one, he's one of the few people that can go into a performance and use an absolute batshit accent mm-hmm. and gets away with it. And I'm pretty sure he features another accent in, in this one. I'm not going to say anything because people could just watch this trailer and come to their own conclusions. I'm pretty sure it was an accent, but I also can't remember exactly because it's been a while since I watched the trailer because I don't watch many trailers anymore because I like to just take in the new experience yeah. when I'm watching a movie. But yeah, Tom... I rarely watch trailers. Hey, hey, then that makes the experience even better. I'm I mean, I you. rarely watch movies, but I've, I've watched trailers less. That, that, and like <laughs> I said, that is perfectly fine, because once you do go to the theater and you do watch these movies, you know nothing, and that's the best way to approach them. Well, that's so. one of the things, whenever I was doing some research for this, like, I have all the trailers available, and I was like, I don't want to watch them. <laughs> yeah. like, if I go see these movies, I just want to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Tom Hardy, Austin Butler, we got Michael Shannon, who's also just always incredible so uh and then it also features a couple big supporting names in norman reedus of walking dead fame hey, i know that name hey there we go we got uh boyd holbrook who also is featured in a lot of like western drama thrillers and such i just saw a norman reedus character name <laughs> <laughs> Nor- norman reedus is playing Funny Sunny, so uh, yeah, you, you you can you can kind of tell, and now also the title is Bike Riders. Yeah. Don't don't think this is bicycles. This is motorcycles. Whoa! <laughs> I was thinking unicycles this whole time. <laughs> well, guess what? It's about you. No, I'm kidding. It's not unicycles. <laughs> yeah, no. This is this is a. It's basically it's a motorcycle gang. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie with a motorcycle gang, and you know, if they're all gonna have motorcycle gang. It's Norman. Reedus. Exactly. You can tell why Reedus is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, so he's playing Funny Sonny when the... Tom Hardy, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So yeah, we got uh, Reedus, Holbrook, and then also Mike Feist, who is who's come to my attention in regards to his uh, musical performances. He's mm-hmm. he was most recently in the uh, new West Side Story and was one of one of my favorites of that movie. Cool. So yeah, this uh, this boasts a pretty impressive cast of already established and upcoming people, and I'm excited. So yeah. I broke into my number five of all the movies that are going to be coming out next year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, my number five. Rolling to Shrek and your number four. All right, Shrek, what, what you got? If. 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 So, uh, <laughs> Quiet Place Day One was my number five, and the reason I was so worried about that was because John Krasinski, John Should Kiss Me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have as big of a part in it. Well, guess what? I found one that he is the writer for, <laughs> the director for, and he stars in alongside Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes. Emily Blunt's also in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is IF, which stands for not, you know, IF, but Imaginary Friends. Mm-hmm. It's about a young girl who uh, is having a difficult experience as every young girl does or young boy because being young is difficult. Not as difficult as being an adult, but being difficult. And she has a hard time making friends, so she has imaginary friends. And, you know, there are some big names in this. One of the imaginary friends, Steve Carell. Yep. Yep. So this, very loaded. Oh, yes. This this cast is loaded. And I'm I'm pretty damn excited about this, too. I was really happy to see that you threw this in your top five because this, this is an exciting one to talk about. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited, like you said, in regards to Krasinski being involved literally everywhere on this. And I actually, kind of backtracking and countering what I just said, I did see this trailer where I was in the movie theaters watching, because that's the only place I would watch trailers. You can't afford it. Exactly. And and that's more of an experience for me. Like, I can watch a trailer for the first time in the movie theater, like the old school days. Like, that's where I want to watch it. So, I get that giddy excitement to see yeah. a new trailer that I, but that I I wanted to see. I saw so many names I just recognized. You know, Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, whose name I struggle to say every time. So <laughs> I normally just say, John should kiss me. Steve Carell, uh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, there's so many names. Vince Vaughn, yeah. yeah. I recognize. And it's like, I don't, I, that doesn't happen for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, get this, excited. <laughs> this is one of those movies I would definitely be seeing. Yeah, yeah. This this is I'm really excited because this just it looks like a feel good, just enjoyable watch, yeah, like, and it's definitely built for the theater experience. And it's gonna be one that everyone's gonna be gonna be able to enjoy because it's it's they they have the they have the chemical equation down where you have it featuring a kid, so it's gonna be a kids movie and mm-hmm. kids with their imaginary friends and such, but it's also from what I'm gathering, is approaching people growing up yeah. and being adults and such. So this is going to hit every single mark that he's going to hit, and it's going to in- be enjoyed by everyone. Yeah, so I'm going to watch this on school night because fuck your kids. <laughs> a- I-, I can men. say fuck here, right? Absolutely, cool. you can. It's cool. fine. But uh, but yeah, and then the, the other thing that I do want to talk about with this is talking about the man himself, Ryan Reynolds, because on one end, he, get, he catches a lot of flack for being the same guy all yeah. the time, you know? And rightfully so, because, I mean, if you have a shtick that works, I mean, you're going to be casted for the shtick that mm-hmm. works. And essentially what everyone says is Ryan Reynolds is just a Deadpool all the time, you know? Yeah. But that's a conversation for later. Um, but 
with this, I, you are still getting the comedic delivery of Ryan Reynolds because it, it, it's unavoidable. But I yeah. feel like something was different watching this trailer that Ryan is going to bring a more dramatic kind approach of to it. Kind of word for this. Yeah. Uh, trust me. A <laughs> <laughs> little, bit, little bit more mature Deadpool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what we'll roll with. This is, De- Deadpool grew up. Deadpool grew up. He, he got rid of his imaginary friends and grew up. Um but uh, but another another funny thing that I do want to talk about and kind of just segueing away from this conversation of if is that there is another imaginary friends movie coming out this year in 2024. Um, it uh, it is just titled Imaginary, and I'm bringing, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm bringing this up because it's just hilarious how this always plays out. Because yeah, there's another movie coming out that's called Imaginary. Uh, that one is. Horror. Horror. Yes. That one's the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. So I, I always, it, it, I think every year things like this happen where like the same topic comes out and then there's multiple movies around it. And I don't know why it happens, but it happens. It's, so. a, it's a cool year to have imaginary friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So it's going to be funny to Which see. Which is great because I don't like to leave the house. <laughs> Amen. I say as I left the house to come here. <laughs> An hour away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's going to be funny to see like a horror take of imaginary friends. And then you have literally a movie called If. If. And it's going to be... A giddy, happy kids movie. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. So maybe they went with if because the imaginary French will be redundant with the imaginary coming out. Yeah, probably, probably. But yeah, so that's the uh, that is if and rolling to my number four now. We're gonna take a very dramatic dark turn. Yeah, and we're gonna roll with Nosferatu. This is billed to come out late 2024. And it is directed, it's the next movie in director Robert Eggers' filmography. And I am fucking hyped for this. So, like, whenever you sent me your top five, I didn't immediately look at it because I didn't want it to influence mine. Mm -hmm. And whenever I was going through, like, mine, I I just kind of glossed over this. And I went back and looked at your top five after I put mine together. I saw Nosferatu. And... Obviously, I think of Spongebob. Nosferatu. <laughs> but, like, I was like, actually, that's kind of sick. Yeah. It's kind of sick. Yeah. I do want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hyped for this. Now, I, I will always, always put out this forewarning that if you do not know Robert Eggers' movie, movies, you will want to at least watch the trailer or understand the vibe of this man because he always delivers this period piece-like movie. Um, his previous movies, The Witch, The Lighthouse, and The Northman, all go back way into the into the past. And I they, think I may have watched The Witch. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, it, well, I, I'm not sure if Nosferatu is part of it, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Oh no, The Northman was not part of it. But he got his start with A24 because okay. they are the the indie style movies. Probably a good chance I did see it. Exactly. So the witch was like set in the uh, for lack of better remembrance uh, like the colonial times when like witches were the big big thing and such and it just blew everyone out of the water. But it did boast this like old old-timey accents and such which all his movies are always old-timey mm-hmm. to its to its time period. Um, so if you don't know Robert Eggers' style, you'll want to watch trailers. You'll want to at least know what you're getting into because quite often people will watch it and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, uh, but on my end, I am hyped because yes, I'm a huge Robert Eggers fan. This, uh, cast is also once again, as all his movies are, boasts 
huge names, uh, but primarily looking at like Willem Dafoe, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Bill Skarsgård. Like the he's got he's got big big guys ready to rock and roll with this. I know no. <laughs> yeah, while you were talking, I had to go back as so we talked about Ghost Story earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to see who directed that because I kind of want to check out more of their films now. Yeah. <laughs> who did Who did that one? Do you remember the name? Let me pull it up here real fast. It is fine. David Lowry. Yes. Okay. David Lowry. Yeah, I do. Recall. I'll take your recommendations later. I do recall. Yes. But yeah. So uh, yeah. No, that's about about everything that I do want to talk about. This just because it's going to be a dark retelling of the classic Nosferatu movie, and now we're going to get the modern day, well, modern day ish version. We're just going to get the yeah. new, the new version of from Eggers. I'm definitely obviously. interested. Like I said, once I saw it on your top five, I was like. Hmm. Need to look into that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be solid. I'm hyped. And uh, originally, <laughs> hilariously enough, this was billed to release on the same day as Jordan Peele's next movie. So literally, horror fans were gonna have a boner weekend of watching Nosferatu and the untitled Peele movie. And I I was hyped, but they just pushed they just pushed Peele's movie back. Scared boners. Scared boners. The best boners. I, I hate whenever I get so scared I get boner, but I love it at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that so it was unfortunate, but I understand because they probably didn't want to pit two big ho- anticipated horror movies t- together at the same time. So it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. All right, and now moving moving on. How about number three? So my number three is Deadpool three. I'm so excited you brought this. Yeah, one. so <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm saying that shorty. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so. Uh, speaking, uh, you're gonna notice a theme. How my my actors that I know just kind of stayed together. <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds is in this as Deadpool. Not grown-up Deadpool. The Mark with the Mouth Deadpool. And, and Wolverine's in it. So, like, you know, Sean, uh, Sean Levy directs it, and I know nothing about him. So this is the part where I shut up and let Chris talk. <laughs> so I was, I was excited that you brought this up because this squeaked out of my top five. I was going to bring this up for my honorable mentions. Deadpool 3, as you just said, the return of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, and the return of Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. And he looks fucking jacked, he, man. Jackman is jacked. But this the, the, this movie and these casting announcements took the world by storm because yes, Logan did happen. If you, Logan was such a good movie. Logan is an incredible movie. I cried. I cried. I'm not going to spoil it because maybe people are going to want to go back and explore. No, 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 it, no, no, no. This this is not a maybe thing. You want to go back and explore. Yes. So Hugh was said to be done. As Wolverine, and technically he still is, because the results of Logan are the results of Logan, and that timeline is over. However, we're gonna we're with this with Deadpool three. Deadpool gets into some shit, and the return of Hugh Jackman is going to be explained within the movie. If you don't know, you just just go, go watch it. Just watch. Go just watch. Just watch what you're gonna get. This is not going to be continuing. Bring your tissues. <laughs> This Deadpool 3 is not going to be continuing the Hugh Jackman story. It's just a different iteration of Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. So I kind of want to watch Logan again. Yeah, I'm about to also. <laughs> want to so, cry together later? Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. So, yes. So, Dead, so, Deadpool 3, I'm super excited about it because Hugh Jackman is undoubtedly my favorite superhero in, in this. As he plays Wolverine, Wolverine is my favorite superhero. Hugh Jackman's rendition of Wolverine is my favorite 
performance, and now we're getting him back paired with Ryan Reynolds. Respectable. My, my favorite superhero is The Flash, mm-hmm. but once we get into like actors portraying superheroes, then the, it the be- waters get murky. Then it then it becomes <laughs> uh, gr- the Green Arrow with uh, Stephen Amell. Yeah, because like I'm very into dark and edgy and. He looks great with a shirt off. And I am a straight white man. Not ashamed to admit that. And, and but speak, speaking on that, uh, we're we're looking at a photo of uh, Hugh Jackman. I wish I looked like that. I know. I know, right? Like, so <laughs> what? How many hours a day do you think he works out? Not even on top of that. How little calories does this make? Actually, no. He's probably oh, you've fucking got overloading. Overloading, but calories. still the workout to get the. That's why I said like how many hours yeah, of working out are you doing the, this? Because the, you know that man's eating like at least three thousand calories a day to be chiseled out of granite as this man is. <laughs> I, like, I'm intimidated. Yeah. I think I have a fear boner over this. <laughs> Oh, over <laughs> overrated episode, whatever this is, parenthesis or quotation marks, fear boner. <laughs> oh yes, but uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm super excited you brought this up because I had to. Talk, I was going to talk about this in the honorable mention. So to see it number three, I'm glad because You'll, I need. To talk I mean, about there's this. a common theme with the movies I watch every year, and it's normally just superhero movies. <laughs> so yeah, this is the only superhero movie technically i have in my top five mm-hmm. but you know we'll visit that later yeah it's fine it's fine all right so we're gonna move away from deadpool and we're gonna enter in my number three but also keep it within the superhero realm now we share we sort share of. this we share this one a little we bit we share this one a little bit at my number three and i guess we could spoil no, your, just let it out just your let number it out. one it's my number so one. my number three hit shrek's number one we're hitting joker the new Joker movie, sequeling, self-titled Joker, but this one is Joker, fully ado. Whenever I sent Chris my top five, I listed this as Joker, fancy, <laughs> fancy title. <laughs> <laughs> Which, fair enough, but yes. So the sequel to Joker, Joker, fully ado, this one, bringing back Todd, Todd Phillips, the director of the first one, bringing back Joaquin Phoenix, the incredible Academy Award-nominated role, of Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, but also we are entering in Harley Quinn, performed and played by Lady Gaga. Now, this movie is a loaded topic. Reason being is not only is this featuring two of the most iconic, iconic, uh, not superheroes, but I mean iconic characters within the superhero hero realm. This movie is also largely billed as a musical. Yep. This worries a lot of people. It worries me, and it's my top movie that I'm anticipating because the first Joker was just like so. F- I love the first Joker. It's I can't, devastating. <laughs> I can't express my feelings towards Joker mm-hmm. when it came out. I watched it in theater. More than one time. Hell yeah. And, that and that's huge. That does not happen. <laughs> the only other movie I watched in theater more than one time was Beauty and the Beast. But that was for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was because... Alright, Beauty and the Beast. I feel like I need to explain myself real quick. <laughs> I watched it in theater once to watch it. And then my dog passed away. Mm. And I worked at Cinemark. And Bob... 
the nicest man I ever met notice how much I was struggling during that day. So he told me to go hide in a theater <laughs> and for the day and uh, just mourn. And uh, at this point, Beauty and the Beast was at the end of its tenor. So I watched Beauty and the Beast for fucking six hours straight and cried. <laughs> so it was not the movie. But it's to the point where, like, I don't know if you ever, if you had, like, a Google Nest or anything, if you ever did the movie quiz off that, where mm. it plays, like, a random sound and you have to identify the movie. Just know. <laughs> the sound was literally Emma Watson gasping. And... My friends were like, good luck. And I was like, Beauty and the Beast. And they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I mourned my dog to that for six hours. I know all the sounds in that movie. That's that's glorious. Oh, man. Anyway, back to, uh, back to Joker <laughs> while we're here. Yeah, so, jo- so like I said, uh, my number three, his number one, Joker, Folly Ado, musical. Yes, I understand a lot of people's cautious approach to this. What was the most iconic scene from the first Joker, though? All of it? Well, yes. The dancing on the steps? Uh, that's what I was going to go okay. with. Okay, yes. So, like, that's why I have good faith in this. Um, I don't know Lady Gaga outside of music, mm-hmm. if she has any acting experience. Mm-hmm. But my, you know what? You dress about any girl up as Harley Quinn, and I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if you ever want to get a first date with me, just dress as Harley Quinn and fucking, like, torture me or something. I'll be into it. Well... Here, com- here comes my, my part in this, yeah. is to dispel everyone's worry. Okay. Now, before I even get to that, I'm going to talk about my hit record on making these statements, which is both black and white. Now, we're going to start with the worst parts, is that I defended Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Okay. That didn't pan out. Nope. <laughs> that didn't pan out. It did not. It did not at all. I am roasted to this day about my defense of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex I, I've never heard your defense of it, so I'll it, let you slide. It's 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 okay because I fully admit. I don't, listen, you just said you defended it, so that's all I need to know because yeah. if it's a DC movie, I've watched it. Well, well, again, I, I, my my position on it was before the movies. I defended the casting of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, yeah. and then we got the performance. And I'm I, gonna be honest, I don't know the name but i know the role mm-hmm. that's all i need yeah and so uh i i wasn't right in yeah. my in my defense here and yeah. so we, we let that rest unlike my friends who don't let that rest I let it um, rest. <laughs> but on top of that i have eternally defended robert pattinson when he was casted mm. as the batman i do remember this a lot of people did not approve yep. they said sparkly boy from twilight is not going to do well and from the start i said Fuck you guys. This man is going to implode and be incredible. I'm all about emo Batman. I rest my case on this one because the movie is incredible. His performance is wonderful. And we've, we're getting plenty more. Yeah. I'm here for it. Joker fully ado. I do slightly miss Ben Affleck, but that's just because I love that man. I miss Batfleck, but yes. Joker fully ado. Build as a musical. Casting Lady Gaga as as Harley Quinn, everyone calm down. Because, like you said, you, you aren't too aware of Lady Gaga in an acting role. Lady Gaga is just the multi-talented rock star that she is. A Star is Born, the most re- uh, her most recent movie that did come out not too long ago, literally makes me cry. I saw saw it in theaters, cried there. I've watched it multiple times since. Cry every damn time, just about. 
She's incredible in this. As all, everyone knows, she has a great voice, but her acting chops are top tier. So however they approach this, whether it is a full-blown musical where there's multiple musical numbers or if it's going to be kind of like the backdrop to the movie where there's going to be some performances, some dancing, etc., etc., you said it yourself that there are musical cues and or musical moments where Joker is performing on the steps. Yep. He went into the bathroom and does that weird interpretive dance to himself yep. and like another super notable moment. There are musical backdrops to this, so moving forward with this, where this is going to be billed as an actual musical, everyone calm down. Because no. this, I I will defend this movie. This is, I think it's going to be incredible. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm ready to watch it. I'm ready to probably watch it multiple times in, in theater. Hell yes. So, yeah. Every, everyone calm down. We'll be all right. All right, Trek, so let's roll number two. What you got? So, number two is uh, I'm a pretty big gamer. And one of my favorite games of all time mm-hmm. is getting a movie adaptation this upcoming year. Oh yes, and that is Borderlands, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got we got Jack Black, we got Jamie Lee Curtis, we got Kevin Hart, we we got names I recognize, and we got a video <laughs> game I recognize. What more can I ask for? It's all it's always the positive on your case. Yeah. Like you you recognize things. It's working. <laughs> if I if I recognize your name, you're doing something right because like I, I don't pay attention to actors and actresses. <laughs> so there are some times where like somebody will say a name very often, Chris, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is, and then he's like, play this role. And I'm like, ah, that's it. So yeah, I, I recognize like characters more than actors. So mm-hmm. if I go out of the way to learn your actor name. You're doing pretty well for yourself. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I was I was really shocked to see this movie in development. Um, Borderlands is just a beloved, beloved video game. I love just about all of them. I've played them, I think, two or three times through. And yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm excited for this. However, I'm also just skeptical because it's a video game adaptation. Yeah, it's I, a... I get it, but <laughs> as long as. Ariana Greenblatt, whoever the fuck that is, nails Tiny <laughs> Tina, the rest of the movie can be trash and I'll be happy. But also think of Jack Black as Claptrap. Like, that's, that should be, that should I mean, be wonderful. That, that's, that's just going to be great. Like, there's no way that, like, Jack Black fucks up Claptrap. Yeah. But I don't know who Ariana Greenblatt is. You told me she'll be solid, but, like, if she fucks up Tiny Tina, Tiny Tina... Movie ruined. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ruined. Yeah. Like, that's such an iconic character. But then also, let's look at the casting of uh, Kevin Hart as Roland. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean... Oh, man, man. I was shocked whenever I came into this and I saw the name Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. you know? Just uh, spoke earlier about, you know, a movie that scarred me from, from <laughs> horror films. But also, like, one of my favorite childhood films is Freaky Friday, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, such a good movie. Such, such a good movie. movie. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie's a queen. But um, this this movie, I, I'm I'm going to tell you what this movie's going to do. Whether I love it or hate it, it's just going to make me want to play the fucking game. Amen. Again. Amen. Just just even talking about it right now, it's like, oh, you know what? I should play that again. I should play that again. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like uh, like like I mentioned earlier before, there was going to be a name re- coming back, and that's Eli Roth because Eli Roth is. is... Oh, that is familiar, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So e- Eli Roth is directing this one. So I mean. If they give him the full green light that he can go gore mode on this, like that should be an interesting thing oh with God. this. So give me, the, give me all the gore. That's what I'm saying. So like there, there's a lot that can this, work I with mean, this. Borderlands is a very gory game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's cartoonishly gory. Yep. 
but like shit explodes and blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the getting there is. It, I mean, if there's one disservice this movie can do, it's not using "Ain't No Rest for the Wicked" as the theme. Oh, and absolutely! Like, you have to open with that as your theme. Mm-hmm. Have to. Even even if they even if they just literally cut and pasted. Yeah. Like what happens in the beginning, even just for the introduction, like just just make make that happen. That's all I want. You know, like I'll be hyped. I will be so hyped in the theater to see like the same introduction to Borderlands One happen for this movie. Like yeah. that would be so fucking great. Uh, I mean, they gotta introduce all the bad guys by like coming up. Like he actually has three balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Psycho that has that. Uh, yeah, that would be yeah. They they have every bit of the recipe to make this movie great. And and again, we're not looking. We're not looking for awards. Like we're that's not that's not the case. I'm just looking for I entertainment. Just, I just want fun. I want make it. Fun. I wonder how sexual they make Moxie. <laughs> they like, they she, have to. She's supposed to be. They have to. Like you know, a slut bar. Uh huh. Yeah, they have to. So yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely. They, they need to walk into Moxie's bar and just play fucking Competrus. <laughs> you gotta listen to my podcast to get that reference. Yeah, Shrek there, Attack. Go over. There's there. the plug. There's the plug. Get on over to Shrek Attack and understand the reference for Competrus because there's a reason. Okay. <laughs> but but yeah, no, they have every bit of the recipe to make this movie great. Just mm-hmm. make it fun. Like the, I, I'm I'm equally excited for this. Yeah. It, crept out of my top five i even wanted to throw in an honorable mentions but obviously i see i saw it in your Mm -hmm. top five so plenty of room to talk yeah not uh not an award winning movie i don't need that i just need a fun time Mm -hmm. yep that's all all we need here so please 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 just make borderlands fun that's all i want i just want to giggle i just want to see some blood make things go boom Right, so we're getting getting close to the uh, final stretch here. We're gonna hit number two for me, a movie that should have been fucking out this year. But thank you, strike. I mean, I don't, I don't want to blame the strike because the strike needed to happen. I, I, yeah, but people got paid. Exactly, it's fine. exactly. The strike had to happen, so I'm not, I'm not throwing any shade toward the strike. But because of the strike, this movie got pushed out of 2023, 20, moved to 24. So easily among my top two for most anticipated, we have Dune Part Two. Coming from one of my beloved directors, Denis Villeneuve, and starring literally fucking everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> this this movie is starring the surging star of Timothy Chalamet. We have Florence Pugh, who's a goddess among mortals. We have Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson. Which which one? Zendaya. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, who who doesn't recognize Zendaya? So dating Tom Holland. So. There's no Tom Holland slander in my in my podcast. Uh, what? No, that was a good thing. Okay, well you just kind of said it with a low tone, so I got that, that's, that's what, I was like, that's why I know her. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it wasn't a slander. It's like <laughs> I only know her because she's dating Spider Man. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll we'll let that rest. But Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Austin Butler, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, like literally everyone is in this movie. Whether they are coming back or whether they're new Dave Bautista is returning in his incredible role as as one of the Harkonnens like the the first movie built the world like it was incredible it was a slow build but Denis has a style that just is a simmer and he had an incredible world building approach to this and now Dune Part 2 should expand on that even more and then even get into the nitty gritty with the war that's going on with that was the backdrop of the first movie. Okay. This movie is should fucking blow people away. There's a 
there's a Zendaya film that I originally put on my top five mm-hmm. because it had Zendaya. Okay. And then I dropped it out because I have no clue what it is, and it looks fucking weird. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the title, but I think I know what you're talking I've about. i sitting saying... on that for a second. <laughs> I had to get it out. I think I know what you're talking about. It's, I can't remember the title of it, but they're like, like she's they're like two dudes. Yeah, she's on in her. between like yeah. a, a, this like love triangle, and yeah, that that's fucking weird. Yeah. But I'm all in for it. But but yeah, no, this uh, this movie should be just incredible. It, likewise, I'm pretty sure I've given Dune Part One a 4.5 or a 5 out of 5 because it's just amazing. I should probably watch it. Yeah, but but it's not, it's not for everyone because people have complained that it is slow because, again, like I said, Denis has, a pro- has an approach to this where it's a slow world build, but he's building a massive piece here. I don't really have an issue with slow. It's just like, I just... My ADHD kicks in when I'm watching movies, and mm-hmm. that's why I don't watch too many. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, but yeah, so uh, Dune Part 2 hitting in on my number two. So there's there's nothing much more to say because this movie should have been viewed already, but it is what it is. We'll get here. It's okay. All right, so we're we're in for the, the big number ones? Yeah. We hit my number one. I know, we were hitting yeah, number one. So my, so my number one is Joker, fancy title. <laughs> and it, instead of talking about that again, I'll just say, you know what I'm upset about the strike delaying? Hmm. Wednesday. It's like oh, push the whole way to 2025. Yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure if we just sat down and like started pulling up everything that got delayed, we'd yep. be, we'd be even more heartbroken. But yep. let's let's not get sad. Let's not get sad. Let's My number get... one is Joker fantasy title. We hit on that. Stay the fuck calm. It'll be good. It'll be all right. So uh, with that said, yep. Your number one. Let's hit number my number yeah. one. My number one most anticipated movie of 2024 is Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. This is the prequel to so. I'll have to dig into this just a little bit because I'm uncertain. I'm from the sounds of it, it may dial back all the way beyond the original trilogy that was, I believe, Mel Gibson's Mad Max movies. Okay. But most recently, clearly, if it dives back before the, that trilogy, it's going to dive back before the Tom Hardy Mad Max movie. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be. Looking at the origin story of Furiosa herself, who was played by Charlize Theron. And so, for whatever reason that they recast the role, maybe just to appeal as the younger version, I understand. But still, like, makeup. Like, keep Charlize in the role. However... Are you saying I can look younger if I apply makeup? Yeah, if you have, like, a gajillion dollar budget to change your face every single day. Huh. (laughs) But, again... I'm not exactly heartbroken here because they casted my the love of my life, not Abby, but they they casted Anya Taylor Joy, <laughs> the love of my life, who I am not dating. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy is in the role in the uh, lead role as Furiosa, okay. and this is going to be fucking phenomenal. We all have the love of our life as that love person we're dating. Yeah, truly, mine's yeah. Johanna Brady. Uh, who? Johanna Brady. Uh, we'll talk about her later. Okay, it'll be it for another episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's on uh, she's on Quantico oh, and video okay. game high school. Oh, okay. yeah. So I, I recognize I, re- I recognize Quantico. All right, Quantico. She was Shelby. Mm, okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep, that's my girl. Mostly for her role on video game high school of Jenny Matrix. So, mm. Like you gotta watch that gotcha. to understand. So, yeah, we all, we all have we all have yeah. our our. Uh, our love of our lives that are not our love of our lives, but yeah. it's okay. So, but yeah, so Anya is in the title, the title role, and it, it, we're bringing back the legend George Miller. So, everything is just 
right in line here. George didn't wait 5,000 years to do another movie like he did with the original trilogy of these movies. So Mm -hmm. this is going to be incredible. I'm so excited for this movie. So excited for everyone involved in this role. And it has a name I recognize. Hell yeah. Which one? Chris Hemsworth. Absolutely. Got Thor himself popping in there. So (laughs) Talk about jacked people. I know. That's another theme. We just got all the jacked people in this this lineup. (laughs) There's a subliminal message somewhere in here. (laughs) We wish we were jacked. (laughs) But but yeah, so my number one role in Furiosa, I'm so excited for this. It should be just as good as the... Uh, as good as the Tom Hardy one that I've watched countless times. I've lost track how many times I've watched it. An incredible theater experience, which this one is going to pair up just as much as that, as the first one, is that it's going to be an incredible theater experience. There's going to be incredible uh, practical effects. There's going to be explosions and fire and probably a pyro guitar player like the first one. Things go boom. Things go boom. And that is another trend that we're going to roll with because... Things go boom, things go, things explode, and things get bloody. So that's right. Love it. But that's about it, and that hits our that hits our, our top that's five. Top five. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Just over an hour. Yes. Yep. There we go. I love it. So uh, real quick, we'll do a recap. We'll do a quick recap. Okay. Strike Strike Attack. What was your top fives? Uh, Quiet Place, day one at number five. If at number four, that's short for Imaginary Friends. <laughs> My number three was Deadpool three. Then my number two was Borderlands, because I'm a gamer. And my number one was Joker Fancy Title. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> uh, my top five started with five. We have The Bike Riders. Number four, Nosferatu. Number three, Joker Fully Ado. And number two, Dune Part Two. And number one, Furiosa, A Mad Max Saga. So there you have it. We got our top fives out there. Now, how about some honorable mentions that just kind of like creeped out of our top five what yep. we still want to talk about what you got so i got i got two of them and you're going to notice a theme mm. uh, <laughs> well, the first one is uh madam web mm. which is you know female spider-man which i i'm <laughs> I, I noticed the sound you made and same <laughs> but i did you know it's something i'll watch and it'll probably be a one-time thing and it'll be on my system this is gonna be dog shit <laughs> yeah like, you know, sometimes I go to the movie theater <laughs> expecting a shit movie, okay? Oh I'm going to go on cheap day. I'm going to get some fucking popcorn. And it'll be fine. So, so Actually, I'll probably wait for it to come out streaming. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's pad. I'm going to pad my stat here because I, I mentioned how I <laughs> make early expectations or ec- early predictions. And Madame Webb, I, I, at first, when they announced the casting, I'm like... Let, let's let's reserve hope. Yeah. Let's reserve hope. We have some players in the game that I'm excited for. I'm uh, I'm genuinely a Dakota Johnson fan who is in the ti- who is going to be in the title role. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of uh, Sydney Sweeney. Uh, she's a budding star that's only getting bigger. I am a fan of Emma Roberts, who is in an undisclosed role in this. So I'm like, you know what? There's yeah, and you know what? We're naming names that I recognize. Look, look, let's go, <laughs> let's go. So like early on with the casting, I'm like, let's reserve hope. Like this could be good. Like the Sony verse of these movies, like haven't been utter failures, yeah. but some of them have been. But like I'm reserving hope. And then this trailer came out. That's why we don't watch trailers, Chris. But if I didn't watch the trailer and went to see this, I'd be very upset. That's why we don't watch trailers, Chris. 
the, Listen, this, I saw names I recognize. I saw a character I like. That's what it takes me to drag me out. This I'm I'm so devastatingly upset about how this movie's probably going to pan out, and I almost want to avoid making a posting and or episode because I just don't want to spend an hour shitting on movies anymore. Like, I don't want to exert that bad energy, but it might happen. I found the next episode I can star on. It's whenever we have to improve the bad energy. <laughs> Where but, it's going to be one hour of us sitting here. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, ah. It's it's fine. Honorable mention, but what, what else? Yeah. You got? We'll, we'll, we'll keep, okay, keep so it going. Okay, <laughs> so this, uh, this next honorable mention would have been my number one. Absolutely. If it didn't have the TBD slapped onto it, because mm-hmm. I fear it's going to end up in 2025. Yes. Spider-Man Beyond the Universe. Because, yep. goddamn, those movies are so fucking good. Yes, they are absolutely fantastic. The The first one that came out, just... I cried. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Five out of five. I love that movie. And then they were announcing a cross. And I, I reserved hope on that one because I'm like, they can't do that again. No. They did better. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they announced that Beyond was going to come out in 2024. And unfortunately, due to the strikes and everything going on, they had to delay it, which right now is on the to be determined, which, yeah, it's, it's on safe the, to assume. It's on the TBD of 2024. Yeah. But we, I, we know how this goes. There, there's a chance that they move it to the holiday season. Yeah. And if they do, that would be a smart choice because, man, people are going to come out in droves to watch that. Oh, yeah. But... That's probably why it's on the TBD because they're trying to find the wiggle room to get squeaking in on that on that probably the holiday release. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, they're definitely going to it's, back it out. It's so like the movies are so good. Yeah, and the first one is to the point where you have to pay to watch it. Yeah, like it's not just on a <laughs> streaming service. So like, it, but it's good to the point where like I might go get the fucking DVD. Mm-hmm. Look, maybe even the Blu-ray. That good? Who knows? Yep. But, like, the second one's on Netflix. I watched it twice so far. Yes. I didn't know it was on Netflix. And the first time I watched it, I was talking to this girl from Bumble. And I met her for the first time. And she's like, I'll let you pick out the movie. <laughs> and she came across that. And I was like, oh, that's something I'm going to have to watch later. <laughs> her, without ever seeing the first one, just kind of was like, no, it's cool. I like Spider-Man. She was so fucking lost, and I'm pretty sure she was upset because I actually wanted to watch it. Oh, that's a travesty. That's fine. We, oh, aren't, we aren't talking anymore. <laughs> Are you noticing a pattern in the girls I talk to? You don't, you don't like my shit? Fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's not nice. No, she, she said it was good at the end. It's just, that, that went a different direction. Oh, that was her, that, that was her fault for not... Filling in the blanks. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's uh, that's not the reason shit ended. Shit ended because she was. No, we won't get. That's not this kind of podcast. That's for therapy tomorrow. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll 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 move on. We'll yeah. move on What's from your the tragic. Mention? We'll move on from the tragic backstory. <laughs> the tra- the tragic backstory that is my life that you could probably make a movie from. Let's start. Let's start writing up the script. That's I'm in. I'll start. <laughs> uh, my honorable mentions. Um, as I as I explained earlier, I had Deadpool three in here, so I was very happy to be able to talk about it within the top fives of ours. But my my two honorable mentions that I have are uh, Terrifier three, which I uh, spoke previously in my Halloween episode, 
the fr- the franchise has been just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're going to be approaching Terrifier 3, which is going to be a joint, obviously Halloween, but Christmas movie, where Art the Clown is going to come back during the Christmas time and slay up shit. So, yes, I'm sold. Right. Bring it. Like, it's probably going to be another hour and a half to two hours of Art the Clown literally slaying everything. So, I told you before, that's all I want. Just massacre some people for an hour and some change. I'm in. Get some of them corn on the cob holders and... get we, Let put, Art wield them. Put, put them Ryan Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, so you... you right don't... in that red nose. <laughs> Pluck it off. Blood spouting. I'm writing this for them. Down. Down. I'm in. <laughs> but, yeah, so you, you don't have to do much to uh, appeal to me in the Terrifier franchise. Just don't make it as long as Terrifier 2 and I'm all in. Like, let's, let's, let's go. Let's make it happen. But otherwise, my other honorable mention is a movie called Argyle. It, similar to some of the other movies I've, I've mentioned, is that it stars literally everyone and their mother. Um, yeah, I'm just slowly leaning in to see how the fuck this is spelled. Double double L's. Yeah. It has double L's in the yeah, title. It's it, very interesting. Yeah, it's it's strange because every time I had to type it out, it autocorrected to a single L. I'm like, no, it's literally ty- it's literally <laughs> spelled that way, but whatever. But yeah, no, it stars literally everyone in Hollywood, but it's also directed I'm by... say a common theme in your movies. I know, right? It's a, <laughs> I, I love stars. I love big names. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. How no, many have I recognized? I know, right? A lot. Yeah. You have no. You have recognized a lot with some with some of these, but uh, but yeah, no. Argyle is uh, directed by another director that I'm a big fan of, Matthew Vaughn, who has directed the Kingsman movies, mm-hmm. and also some of the more popular uh, X Men movies. That's why I was like, wow, I recognize that. All right, a let's director. Go. Holy let's go. shit! <laughs> so uh, Matthew Vaughn is bringing his uh, Kingsman style yeah. to this movie, which. Once Kingsman worked worked so well and has been working so well with its three or four installments, I've lost track at this point. And so, fucking let's go with no. pumping into Argyle. It's going to be the same like spy campy style, and things are going to be colorful and blowing up and funny. That's so that's all I need. So yeah, I'm excited for that. That's cool. another honorable mention that just peaked Makes out of my top boom. five. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, that's uh that's my honorable mentions and just about everything that we had for this episode. So, yeah, that's uh, that's about everything. I think that about touches on everything I, we need. I think we nailed it. Yeah, I love it. I so we, uh, we've, we've created two hours of content today between two podcasts. Hell yeah. I we, love it. You know, listening material for everyone. Uh, plenty of listening material for all you guys. Background noise, as I like to call it. Absolutely. We have our second guest. We have a second guest. As always, the, uh, the cat Jovi loves to jump in whenever she does, and she luckily saved it to the very end the of the episode. End. <laughs> But yeah, no, like as we alluded to, um, plenty of content coming coming from Shrek Attack and Overrated. Yeah. So please, 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 everyone, jump on over to Shrek Attack. He, he's got wonderful content for y'all. I, I I love I love his I love his stuff. It, it's hilarious. It's that ranty style. If, and yeah. if you love hearing people hearing people or hearing someone just shout shit for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever we're feeling to shout shit at, Shrek Attack. It's, it's very get off my lawn uh, <laughs> ambience, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, pop Whoa. on over there and wa- and listen to all the random stuff from the Q- from the QB rankings to Shorzy to Letterkenny. I'll, I'll give a little teaser. If you uh, if you hate Madden, 
there is a Madden rant coming in the middle of January. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that's... Um, I'm excited for that. That's I the am, one I think people are going to be excited I'm for. I'm genuinely excited for that, because I've followed the storyline mm-hmm. on Twitter. That's because if you follow for, my Twitter. Yes. Yeah. For years. Dude, I, I pitched out Madden last night on Twitter. Like, <laughs> I, I've lived for the Twitter rants since, on Shrek versus say, Madden. Since I... I want to say since 2013, yep. I have been just tweeting at Madden. Like, they probably have my picture up on the wall, like, fuck this dude. Handle right under there, under the photo. If you see this handle, ignore. <laughs> I'm shocked they haven't blocked me yet. I know. I'm, I'm truly shocked, Because, like, it's daily. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I've followed that storyline for a while, so I'm excited to see it go podcast. So, mm-hmm. once again, Shrek Attack, please Jump on over there and listen. And listen. Not spelled like the ogre. It's S C H R E C. Look, we we both got we both got some yeah. uh, some some similarities in regards yeah. to our titles getting messed we're, up. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, pop on over to Shrek Attack, please, and listen to Thank all you. that content over there. Uh, listen to the most recent episode as of as of when you're probably listening to this, and as of this day on twelve twenty eight. The uh, Spotify wrapped episode is going to be out and probably out by the time you're listening to this. So listen to that. That's going to be where I'm featured on that episode. But again, all the content is wonderful. Shrek, thank you so much for jumping on this. I've been been looking forward to this for a while. Again, even before our podcasts were out and as soon as the podcasts were in, we were bullshit about this. So I've been super excited about this and it's been so much fun. Like I said at the end of my my podcast that we wrapped up... uh, we, we hit two hours, probably two and a half, really, of content today, and it feels like it went so much faster than a solo episode of oh, mine yeah. going a half hour, just oh, because yeah. like we're bouncing off each other. It's sick. It's a lot of fun. We'll have to do this again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, once again, thank you so much for stopping out. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. As always, I will uh, forever and always shamefully plug that the best, best gift you can give both of us Pop on over to Spotify, pop on over to wherever you listen, and follow. If When you listen to an episode, you can rate. That rating is huge because it helps the helps the uh, the reach of our spot of our episodes and of our podcast. So pop on over to Shrek Attack, listen, rate, follow, pop on over to Overrated Page wherever you listen, listen, rate, and follow. And that's the that's the best free, free Christmas gift, after Christmas gift that you could give us. If you want to give us a gift that's completely free, rate the podcast. And I'd also like to point out, if you want us to talk about something, if you decide that you are a fan, if you're from Shrek Attack listening to Overraid for the first time, if you're from Overraid heading over to Shrek Attack for the first time, leave a comment of something you might want us to talk about. Absolutely. Because we are men of the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So jump on over. Let us know what you want to want us to talk about on either side of the uh, either side of the coin. Once again, thank you so much, and I will see you later. Bye bye.